Welcome to issue 19 of The Two-Butt Rule, Momentum Thinking Masterclass. Well, we've made it to issue 19 of The Two-Butt Rule. Stay tuned next week for issue 20, where we cover a raging debate on the regulation of artificial intelligence. AI regulation is a huge, gnarly problem, and it deserves its own issue. It's the kind of problem that defies absolute solutions, and we'll be grappling with it until our AI overlords take over. But before we launch into that and other current events, there are a few more things about momentum thinking that we haven't covered properly, and they'll matter when we tackle intractable real-world cases like climate change, political division, and of course, Taylor Swift's war with Ticketmaster. Tragically, the habit of applying the two-butt rule to hard problems is not generally practiced, not among the cognoscenti of Silicon Valley, not in academia, and certainly not in the halls of Congress. Instead, we typically practice the adversarial method that you might have learned in high school debate club. Is debate club still a thing? Someone presents an issue and proposes a solution, then an opponent goes to work tearing it down, the first person then tries to prop up their original points, followed by the opponent tearing them down again. To be clear, there's utility in debate. It's a way to expose weak arguments. It's rigorous. And it's deeply human. But it falls short, especially on seemingly unsolvable problems, ones where it appears as though the only way to get one thing is to give up another. If you watch shows that pit talking heads against each other on a thorny problem facing society, keep a tally of whether an argument comes to rest on an even or odd numbered butt. It usually comes out odd, and at that point, you'll spot a moment where everyone begins repeating the position they've already stated. They'll circle the drain, saying things like, I heard you, but I still think... When an argument goes circular, you know you're stuck on an odd-numbered but. And after everyone is exhausted talking past each other, the debate often leads to an unnecessary game of winners and losers. The powerful say, here's what we're going to do. The opposition says, but we don't want that. And the powerful respond, we're doing it anyway. Hashtag one but. In other cases of one buttism, people say things like, we're in violent agreement. This is another trap. The combatants in a debate finally agreeing can feel satisfying. And certainly it's possible for a debate to uncover a solution that both sides can agree on. But sometimes this is a path to groupthink. Just because we have an agreement doesn't mean that we've arrived at the best outcome. It's possible, in fact, that we've simply combined the worst ideas from both sides and called it compromise. The best objective of momentum thinking isn't compromise. It's finding the unexpected, innovative path to meeting everyone's needs. You use the two-butt rule to honor others' intentions, honor your objections, and then find a way to square all sides. Sometimes it's obvious how to do that. And sometimes it's so hard that you have to resort to deliberately stupid ideas to see if they can take you somewhere unexpected, as we saw in the case of Elon Musk's fuzzy butt in issue number four. The tougher and more nuanced the problem, the more we need the stamina to stick with applying momentum thinking. We need to keep saying, but that won't work because, but it would if, but that won't work either, but it would if, and so on. How much wasted time do we spend every day simply because we didn't spend the time up front to explore more options beyond just one or two rounds of momentum thinking? The two-butt rule is not a panacea, and it's not a technique you can unthinkingly apply to any conversation. There's an art to it. There are times when you'll find yourself hunting for a second butt to solve your objection to somebody's terrible idea 
and wind up reinforcing it. If someone said, I want to stick this pencil in your eye, an incorrect application of momentum thinking would be to say, but that would be hard to do, but it wouldn't be if. In a case like this, you want to back up and figure out what's behind the other person's intention. For example, you could say, but I don't want you to stick that pencil in my eye, but I can see why you want to. So A, I'm sorry, and B, you can punch me in the arm if it helps. Hashtag two butts. The trick is to honor their real needs, not necessarily the specific thing they proposed. Keeping a keen eye on human needs behind the points and counterpoints of an argument, the ideas and issues of a brainstorming session, or the objections and obstacles of a planning meeting will help you discover paths to better outcomes and avoid tangents, dead ends, and distractions. Well, here we are. 19 issues of the two-butt rule, and we're ready to point our highly sculpted, well-trained butts at real-world problems. As we do, remember that momentum thinking is all about innovation. And true innovation is about taking a problem that looks like a seesaw, where you're only up if your friend is down, and turning that seesaw into an airplane wing that takes you both up together. Hashtag two butts. That concludes issue 19 of The Two-Butt Rule by John Wolpert and Ashley Waters. If you liked this issue, please rate or review it wherever you get your podcasts, and consider taking out a subscription at twobutts.com. That's number two, B-U-T-S dot com. <laughs>